exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. Hey everybody, welcome to Happy Hour. It's Thursday night exposure right here on Impact 89 FM. My name is Brock, and uh, on the panel this evening, as per usual, the Reverend Craig Terrell. I love you, Brock! <gasps> Dr. Kilometer Eric Marzak. I love you, Reverend! Uh, and Jeremy. I love my wife. <laughs> oh. she's probably listening. Oh, she's not listening. Okay. She, no, she, she, she probably Big spoon is. or little spoon? Uh, <laughs> Gomyo, uh, just our, our uh, Japanese culture correspondent, just IM'd us uh, saying, hey man, good morning from the future. And uh, he also needs, we were uh, talking about, he needs to send us a picture of himself that we can put up on uh, or else. the MySpace uh, page. <laughs> or Terrell threatened to put up a Hello Kitty picture uh, <laughs> in, in Gomio's place. So, uh, oh, he says there's a yeah, pic at this link he just sent me. Fantastic. Uh, I hope it really is a Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> one uh, one hell of a week. Oh, there it is. Uh, is he handsome? Uh, is that is that you at the top there, Gomio, in the far right? You're a robot. You're a ro- <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting Godzilla. You're a graffiti. No, he's. Uh, I think I saw you in a Daft Punk video once. No, actually, Gomio is a white guy, dude. Uh, so, oh, really? Yeah, he uh, he's uh, from Scotland originally. So. Uh, Scottish Japanese co- culture correspondent. Because we'll I'm straight out of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. No, you got to scroll down. That's not you at the top? Oh, I thought it was. What's uh, going so, on this week? So anyway, uh, this week there's... Uh, we were talking prior to uh, the show how we probably shouldn't even talk about the uh, Virginia Tech tragedy. I we- want to say one thing, though, and that is it. Um, it's kind of disgusting. The I, I understand it's tragedy, everything. We're not going to go into it, but... Um, uh, number one, you don't have to refer to the killer as the uh, Asian American or the uh, South Korean. He was a natural. He was a citizen, right? Mm-hmm. So he was American. It doesn't matter what his race was. He was an American who went crazy. Happens all the time. Uh, not to this level, but we didn't have to focus on his uh, ethnicity. His ethnicity so much. Number two, the, politi- uh, the politics of this is ridiculous. Oh, gun control, gun control. I'm probably one of the few liberals out there that doesn't uh, doesn't advocate gun control to a certain degree. I don't think you should have banana clips and grenade launchers. Launchers, but if you want to have a handgun, that's just fine with me, or a shotgun, or a rifle. I don't care. Uh, and uh, that's about all I have to say about that. Actually, I think now that I'm thinking back, I think that he was a, a green card, so legal alien, I believe. Was okay. The only, the, Nonetheless. The only thing I think we should mention is the happy hour, our thoughts go to the victims. Uh, yeah, I, I, obviously. I will say, though, last night on uh, The Daily Show, um, John Stewart had an, an Iraqi man who had written a book about uh, the Iraq War and losing the peace. It was like winning the war, losing. I, I don't remember the title. Uh, but he asked him, you know, he said, you know, we're all struggling through this tragedy, but then you look over in Iraq and this happens on a daily basis tenfold like yep. yesterday they lost 100 people or something 180 so, yeah so um the uh we don't have it so awful bad oh there's gomio is not a uh, scottish dude i was wrong he's uh but he's a white dude <laughs> so there you go on the left uh and he's tall and he's big Congratulations, Gomio. Uh, so anyway, uh, our uh, thoughts, and I'm not going to say prayers because I'm not religious, but my thoughts go out to the families of uh, those who lost uh, people. In if the we had a time machine and the happy hour, we totally would do something about it. And Gomio is originally from Michigan, too, by the way. So, uh, yeah, American I love, Idol! <laughs> yeah, we will be talking about American Speaking Idol Speaking of well. American Idol, I have our promotions director at Fox is going to be stopping by the show in a few weeks for the American Idol finale. Fantastic. To talk 
about that before, right before it happens. And it's and it's a she, correct? Yes. Oh, sweet. I told her what she was. Little, little female blood on <laughs> the show would saying. do us good. Uh, she'll she'll dish it out. Okay, very so. good. Uh, I also wanted to mention um, the uh, just for those of you joining us. Of course, there is the Facebook and MySpace pages of for the Happy Hour Show right here on the Impact. Uh, the Facebook group is just Impact Happy Hour, as is the MySpace page, myspacecom Hour. Ways you can get a hold of us: four three two three eight nine three. The phone number. Or, of course, Impact Happy Hour. It's our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. We had a bar crawl last Friday. Lots of good oh. picks up from it. Comment on the photo. Okay. Okay. How handsome Here, we are. Here, here's... Well, here's the definitive photo of the Facebook and of my dating experiment. Oh. I was caught on film or digital camera um, hitting on Jeremy's friend, I, I do believe, or Jeremy's wife's friend. And... The the, le- the picture just says a thousand words. Just caught mid diss. <laughs> she, she was not interested. <laughs> we uh we thought it would be apparently we got to uh, the Rick's portion of the uh, the bar crawl, uh, mm-hmm. and there was apparently a uh, it was a sorority formal or it was a formal. I mean, there's both sororities and fraternities involved. But uh, um, John Jeremy's brother thought it would be amusing to see how many pictures of uh, of me with uh, girls with dresses on he could get. So. You can see those pictures uh, on the MySpace page, myspace.com slash impact happy hour. Uh, and uh, it ended up, Dr. Clumber got kicked out of the riv. No, I didn't. I left to go get Taco Bell. You liar. No, no it's true. Really? See, everyone assumed it. Oh. Someone else did get kicked out that night. It wasn't A couple me. people. Jason got kicked out. Yeah. Uh, I think our, one of our engineers got kicked out. Yep. <laughs> It is not. I can't believe how. Well, easy. actually, he told me he wasn't sure if he was asked to leave or not, but he said that he broke a beer glass or something, or his beer was done, and he looked at it and decided to run home. Yeah, uh, I, I. It is amazing how easy it is to get kicked out of uh, bars in East Lansing these not days. Not that we do anything. We're just. We're just. You're just. You hugely, look. Cro- we're just hugely intoxicated. But. <laughs> And hungry for Taco Bell, so we go to Taco Bell. The thing that sucks, though, is you can't argue it. You can be like, I'm not drunk. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, I, you can't argue with the girls at the formal. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Bro, I, bro, bro. <laughs> Dude, Madison looks so smoking, brosif. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the Reverend that's, Terrell, that's by the it. way. That's it. <laughs> uh, I was noticing we uh, had 63 degrees out today. It's supposed to be uh, 65 or above 68, something like that tomorrow Beach on Sunday. Brody. The uh, hot chicks are coming out of hibernation, as, we used, Brody, to, as yeah. we used to say. Uh, and I have always wondered why the um, the girls seem so disgustipated by the uh, the looks they get when they're uh, sprawled out in their teeny two piece right next right like next to Cedar Village on Bogue, uh, isn't there a reason that you're laying out in full view of everybody as many people as possible? Because to get that nice glow, Brock. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. you really? gotta get a base tan before you get. I was complete. gonna say you you're already spending uh, four four days a week at the tanner. You need to. So you can look like complete leather by the time August rolls around. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I just laugh when girls uh, complain about all the uh, guys that say stuff to them. I mean, I understand. I could imagine the kind of crap you'd get from guys. But, you know, it's one of those you things. You are laying out on <clears throat> Bogue Street. Yeah, in Cedar Village, <laughs> next to the river, uh, by the way. So, uh, anyway, the uh, the bar crawl was not as ridiculous as last time, but it was a lot of fun. I don't know. It was for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There wasn't. There wasn't as many people out this time as there was 
was last. Though this time, last time we were out, uh, we were the only bar crawl out. This time there was about ten different bar yeah, crawls out. Lots. We still had the best t-shirts, so. though. We did. Yeah, and we the sure. t-shirts were great. The t-shirts were... Uh... Our t-shirts were so great, we had alumni buying them from us because <laughs> they wanted them so badly. My brother was making deals. And, uh... <sighs> Here's another story about the t-shirts. I remember another bar crawl came into our bar crawl and bar crawls met and they were the water polo bar crawl. And I kept, I was trashed. And I kept asking like the water polo go, how do you get the horses in the pool? (laughs) Ah, Reverend Terrell. Uh, something else I wanted to point out before we get into movies, lots to talk about. Uh, I happened to run into the Reverend Terrell at the movie theater uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I ruined Brock's makeout date. Yeah, he did. Uh, thanks a lot, you jerk. Uh, before we do this, a, a record came out on, uh, or an album came out on Tuesday. Uh, the uh, new Nine Inch Nails record. Everybody that knows me knows that I love my '90s style rock, and oh, yeah. uh, the new ni- the new Nine Inch Nails uh, Year Zero came out. The unfortunate thing is, I'm not mocking people that have problems, but this is Trent Reznor's first sober record. And uh, usually, for me, anytime people get sober, the music suffers because of it. Uh, look at Dave Gahan from Depeche Mode. Oh yeah, uh, and any uh, Dave you know, Navarro. Yeah, uh, there you could go on. And well, on. there's the famous famous quote from Bill Hicks. It's like if you don't if you don't like drugs, I want you to take all your records, all your albums, all your yeah. CDs, and burn them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the people who recorded those real high on drugs. The cool thing though is on the back, uh, Trent Reznor is doing what he's what he's calling a viral campaign, and on the back there's this very official. I mean, it's an official looking seal, and it's a warning on the back that says USBM warning: consuming or spreading this material may be deemed subversive to the United States Bureau of Morality. If if you or someone you know has engaged in subversive subversive acts or thoughts call and it gives you a phone number be a patriot be an informer and then there's a seal that says u.s bureau of morality one nation under god now i'm going to call this number because i've already called it and i know it's okay uh oh i hate this stupid phone why do they you know know though i mean okay um viral campaigns are really passe because you're seeing billboards that are like these big profound mysterious billboards and then you go online it's like for freaking fritos (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like Fritos. Um, but uh, I will say something. When you're in New York City, I was living in New York City shortly, you know, the post-9-11 New York City, shortly before I moved back to East Lansing. And there are signs everywhere that say, if you see something, say something with a number. Yeah. And a lot of major cities have similar things. So this is the uh, the USBM warning on the Nine Inch Nails record, and I called this uh, just because I was curious, and I'm I think it's actually kind of cool. Let's uh, I bring it up on the uh, speakerphone here. I bet we're the uh, first place to uh, put this up on the air. This is a message from the United States Bureau of Morality, pursuant to Statute Twenty Four Twelve Two, Disclosure of Surveillance. Citizens, by calling this number, you and your family are implicitly pleading guilty to the consumption of anti-American media and have been flagged as potential militants. The United States Bureau of Morality has activated the tracking system embedded in your personal media and initiated citizen surveillance. United States surveillance law gives us the right to search and seize information relating to subversive activities from your person, vehicle, workplace, or home. Any attempt to hinder or prevent our investigation will be met with all necessary force. You are now part of the problem. Your re-education is about to begin. God bless America. Wow. I think that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of a little fun little... uh... 
thing. Hey, we're being bad. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, we don't all... tell President Bush. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's interesting. As much as I hate the integration of politics into music as of late, um, I think that's actually kind of cool. So there you go. The uh, new Nine Inch Nails record, Year Zero, is the name of that. It was out on Tuesday. Was Nine Inch Nails the band that was taping up thumb drives of their singles? and of their music at concerts in the hopes that people would find them and take them back, like completely uncompressed, perfect, pristine uh, copies and of sounds like something they would do because on yeah. their thumb drives. I heard about that. In the bathrooms, they Mysteriously would, dropping them at concerts. Yeah, and people uh, would take them home and, and realize this is a brand new Nine Inch Nails song. Yeah. Well, They're basically li- bypassing the record. A little, a little bit of uh, Nine Inch Nails trivia for you. Sure. Um, remember way, way back... Way way back, pretty hate. Quake mach- two, Trent Reznor. No, yeah. uh, pretty pretty hate machine era. Like ni- pretty hate machine was released in nineteen eighty nine. By the he, way, he actually the video for I was up above it that song. Mm-hmm. He actually put the VHS tape on weather balloons, and uh, released them that way. <laughs> and uh, it actually was uh, under investigation from the FBI because they thought it was a snuff film. So Trent has a long history of. Uh, Unconventional marketing. Good I, for you, Trent. We're good. I will say, Trent, you're brilliant. I uh, from this new record that I've heard. It's, it's um, unfortunately, it's nothing we haven't heard before from Nine Inch Nails. It's Halo 24, by the way. For those of you that don't know the Halo nomenclature, every single thing that he's ever released has had a Halo number on it. it just doesn't seem like that much, though. Well, he, you have to realize there was broken, there was fixed, there was you know three different mixes of uh, Downward Spiral. There was, I mean, those all got Halo numbers too. So. Yeah. Uh, well, it, I'm just saying I thought there would be more by now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, in my mind, like, I realize he hasn't done as much, you know, in the last 10 years. Yeah, I, I mean, with, you know, <laughs> with computers these days. Yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Manson's got a new record out, too. He does. He? he does. Or and they, uh, he however just, you want to say it. He's, uh, he, it was just in the news the other day that he is going to divorce his hot... Um, Dita Von Teese. Dita Von Teese wife for, like, yeah. a 19-year-old chick. Evan Rachel Wood is who I heard. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but... Uh, yeah, nonetheless, let's uh, let's move on. Let's uh, let's get into movies because uh, it's part of a big part of the show. It's part of who we are. It's part of who we are. I saw two uh, movies this week. Uh, uh, Terrell and I saw one. Did you see Grindhouse? You know, no one would go with me, <laughs> so I, I went to, with uh, Doctor Kilometer to go see Three Hundred, which was uh, I told great. you guys on the IMAX. Isn't it fantastic? Yeah, it, was really good. it was great. I, it looks good on an IMAX. I wanted to go to. Uh, Grindhouse, but I just couldn't commit to like the six hours. <laughs> well, I heard it was nine, actually. I heard nine it was hours. Nine hours with four hours of uh, trailers in between. Yeah. Uh, the weekly box office top five: Disturbia in at number one, uh, Blades of Glory in at number two, doing fairly well. A ninety million dollar total for uh, Blades of Glory thus far. Meet the Robinsons at number three. Perfect Stranger at uh, number four. And Are We Done Yet? Ice Cube's. Uh, latest family movie not doing too uh, bad uh, are we done yet at number five 32.8 million is where that one sits uh movies out this week uh if easy e were alive he would cap ice cube <laughs> no doubt well ice cube you see the stuff that ice t does now the original gangster well at least ice t plays a little bit of a, a bad boy in his TV show, on Law know? and Order, yeah. <laughs> SVU, he plays, he plays a streetwise cop. Oh God! Well, I've been uh, I've been on YouTube lately, and I found all of uh, Ice Cube's old Saint Ides commercials. Yeah, you were telling me about that. They're great. <laughs> I remember when were those? Is that some sort of crazy drug? Saint Ides. It's a, a it's malt liquor. Yeah, 
He was doing commercials for 40s. Yeah, it was it was in the, the mid-90s or something, I think. Yeah, apparently St. Ives will get your woman in the mood quicker. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Opening this week, Hot Fuzz. That would be the... Uh, that looks great. From the makers of Shaun of the Dead. That's pretty much a must-see for me. Uh, vacancy, The Valet, Smiley Face. Obviously not around here anywhere, but Terrell must see. Uh, that's the uh, the one with the Smiley Face and a dube, and it's released on 420. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the Land of Women... A rogue fracture blah 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 blah. movies that uh, no one uh, is gonna have around here uh movies in theaters now which we uh saw uh, i would like to hold off on terrell and i's movie till last um All right. we held hands and now playing disturbia pathfinder perfect strangers perfect stranger slow burn lonely hearts red line you're the dog everything's gone green the hoax uh which the hoax is not doing well at all uh, which surprises me because I heard it's a pretty good movie. Uh, I Could Never Be Your Woman, the TV set, uh, Fighting Words, Grindhouse, Black Book, Firehouse Dog, Are We Done Yet, The Lookout, Meet the Robinsons, and, of course, Blades of Glory and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I, I did see Blades of Glory, and I was happy. It was really good. It, really? Yeah, it was It was quite it was funny. funny. It was quite funny. How was the Arrested Development guy in the movie? Will Arnett is really good. He plays a great kind of quirky villain who is in love with his sister. I've never seen Will Arnett not play Will Arnett, though. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's that's. So if you liked him in Arrested Development, you'll you'll love him in this. And, um, you know, it has the hot chick, uh, Jenna Fisher, from The Office in it. Mm -hmm. And she wears, let's just call it fetish outfits. Mm -hmm. It's very attractive. Leather? Uh, no, it's a mm. corset type. I kind of have a thing for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's cute. Okay. And, um, John Heater, though, definitely the weak point. No That's what I heard. It. That's what um, I heard. He's definitely not as adept at that sort of comedy as, as Will Ferrell. comedy. Yeah. Ooh. See, I, I'm one of the people that thinks Napoleon Dynamite is one of the most overrated movies of all time. You so. know, and I disagree, but <laughs> at least, at least he, at least that movie felt like he was a character. Yeah. Rather than this movie, he just seems like kind of just a pansy. <laughs> That's pretty much all. A pansy who's a really good ice skater. So, nice. I don't know, maybe he modeled himself after, like, Brian Boitano or Johnny Weir or something. Uh, I will say, well, you saw two movies. What was the other movie that you saw? 300. 300. Uh, Terrell and I, I, a buddy of mine was in from Chicago uh, for his birthday for the weekend, and we decided that we were going to go out and see a movie, and we thought, you know, uh, I... Uh, I think we should go see a movie, and we decided to go see the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. And we walk in uh, to good old Celebration Cinemas, and Terrell's sitting there on the couch by himself, looking around. We're like, dude, who are you here with? He's like, nobody. (laughs) Uh, So he, (laughs) it was uh, Dom, Terrell, and I seeing Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, It was, um, the theater was not that full as I expected, especially for around here. There's probably not a huge market for Aqua Teen in the Lansing area, though it was fairly, I mean, there were a good number of people in there. The intro, the opening of that movie, I have not is, laughed so hard. It's something in a long time. It is time. very well the best Adult Swim comedy bit I have ever yeah. seen. And it it lasts like five minutes, and the whole time it's, is is such a great opening bit, and it sets the tone for the movie so well. I was crying. I was laughing so hard, and I don't really laugh that 
at, laugh out loud at movies very often. What about Borat? Was it as funny as the the scene in Borat where he's wrestling? I've never naked? seen Borat, so I don't know. Okay, um, but I I will tell you that uh, the the Aqua Teen movie is exactly what you expect it to be. It's a long episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yep. Um, there are <laughs> Neil Peart's character is fantastic. Yep. Uh, the uh, the new the uh, the watermelon character he's new he's fantastic and of course Carl uh, it's great seeing Carl. Carl and Shake dropping f bombs, uh, which is <laughs> hilarious. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> the Moonanites and the Plutonians. The, are moon, the Moonanites are uh, seeing the Moonanites puke in a uh, two bit. It's great. Uh, <laughs> what about the frat aliens? They are, they are not in it. Oh, but they, I love show, frat they showed the Plutonians in college. Yeah, which was yeah. It, uh, it's a great movie. I laughed out loud a lot at it. It's um, it's you know, it's pretty quick. It's an hour twenty minutes long. Uh, I would say go see it in the theaters, um, just because usually with these kind of movies, I was like, you know, wait till it comes out on DVD, whatever. I, it's an experience unto itself. It's it's hilarious seeing it, and I, I couldn't give more two more thumbs up if I wanted to to that movie. It's fantastic. Wow, wow, good buzz for uh, for the old. Aquatine I will say movie. though that you have to like Aquatine to go see it. Yeah, if, if you, you don't, don't like, like Aquatine, you're just gonna be torture. Yeah, it's you're not gonna you're not gonna like that kind of style of humor. So uh big thumbs up. Terrell, do you agree? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And I'd like to add something. Are we segueing into T V now? We will be, yes. Okay. Segueing into T V. Going onto the Aqua Teen movie website, I started exploring adultswim dot com and I have a new favorite T V show because of it. Which one is the that? Tim and Eric Awesome yeah. Show? <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Uh, yeah, it frightens me. If you haven't seen it, it's basically it looks like college kid. It's like overgrown college kids uh, with public access uh, gear and, and an unlimited budget. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Before we jump into TV, real quick, uh, movies coming out soon uh, that we will be talking about at length. Friday, May eighteenth, Shrek the Third hits theaters. Friday, May twenty fifth, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, and of course. Uh, Ocean's 13 on June 8th, uh, Hostel Part 2 also on uh, June 8th, plus a load of movies. This summer is going to be one of the best movie summers Absolutely. ever. Transformers, Spider-Man, Spider Die Hard, die or, oh, hard. Live Free yeah, or Die Hard. I saw the first movie poster for that. Did you? Excited. Oh, I did too. Live Free or Die Hard, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, uh, what else? The Simpsons. Uh, which, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, which is going to Bruce gonna Almighty is going to be great. Bruce Almighty, he's got another one? Uh, Evan Almighty, pardon me. Oh. The new one with Steve Carell. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so it's going to be a big uh, summer for movies. We will be here all summer long to uh, to talk about that. I will say, though, remember we were talking about a couple weeks ago how why the hell they brought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back from seeming obscurity. Usually those kind of fad things come when they're at the height of their popularity, so it makes yeah. sense, and it's not completely coming yeah, out. Yeah, the hot topic kids are buying. Yeah, so here is a movie set to hit theaters in, uh, what is it, 2009. He-Man, Thundercats, what is it? Fraggle Rock, the Fraggle movie. Fraggle Rock, the movie. Okay, here Jim is... Jim Henson Estate is running a little dry. Here's the thing. Uh, you couldn't take a more narrow cast... Fraggle Rock was on HBO. It wasn't like it was on Nickelodeon or I mean they had the cartoon for like a season uh, as I recall. But it was it was a small number of kids who had cable at the time whose parents paid for HBO. I mean you couldn't ask for more. It's it's basically like Aqua Teen. Wasn't it on the Disney Channel for a while? I think reruns might yeah, have been. Yeah, they re-ran on a bunch of channels. I remember seeing the actual show. 
on network television. HBO, but I definitely saw it. When I was the uh, Ahmet Zappa is the executive producer. <laughs> uh, well, that explains it right there. So uh, all the Hensons, of course, all the characters look like him. Will be, <laughs> yeah, apparently. And ZZ Top uh, is I, the. I, I just producer, yeah I, I don't understand why they're bringing these movies out of Fraggle Rock 2009 Fraggle Rock started in 1987 uh, and it ran for what mm, three five seasons so the last time it was on the air was 1992 uh, on HBO <laughs> and they're bringing a movie 2009 you know what I'm gonna hold my breath for the uh, uh, dump uh, trash pail kids. Garbage, garbage pail, pail kids. Pail kids. Oh, yeah, see, I would think that would actually be a good idea. For some reason, I think people would actually watch it. Garbage kids are awesome. Yeah, you want to be a terrible idea? Gobots the movie. <laughs> or uh, I like Gobots. Legos the movie. Voltron uh, the movie. Anyone? Voltron. No. Uh, uh, as long as it's Lion Voltron and not like you know like high tech Voltron. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, out on DVD this week, you've seen the billions of commercials for it. Smoke and Aces out on DVD this week. Uh, Didn't do too well. That's what I heard. Uh, Notes on a Scandal, Freedom Writers, uh, The Reverend Terrell's, uh, one of his favorites, Last King of Scotland, out on DVD this week. That movie was so good. And, of course, uh, The History Boys. Forrest Whitaker won Best Actor for that. And he deserved it. Yeah. His portrayal was so authentic, it was creepy. By the way, you are listening to Happy Hour right here on Impact 89 FM. Uh, Impact Happy Hour is our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, MySpace.com slash Impact Happy Hour. Of course, we have a uh, Impact Happy Hour Facebook group. Enjoy. Be our friend on MySpace so you can communicate with me. <laughs> TV, big week. A uh, couple things we want to talk about. Obviously, the big news, which um, really was, it seemed to be kind of a letdown. Sanjaya got voted, voted off American Idol last night, and nobody really cares now. I think it was uh, he peaked too soon. He was the Howard Dean of uh, of the American Idol contest. Woo! Yeah, zing. Uh, and uh, so he got voted off last night, and uh, nobody's really talking about it. Nobody cares. I mean, I, I actually Chris Hilton cares a little bit. I saw the performance, and it was so bad. Yeah, I like the fact bad. the fact that uh, Simon Cowell and uh, Ryan Seacrest are fighting, uh, like screaming at each other. That's pretty sweet. That's San- Sangina was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's he Perez was, Hilton's term for him, by the way. Was, he was singing Give Him Something to Talk About, and he couldn't get the pitch. Okay, yeah. And that's saying something because he could never get the pitch before. But this time, he couldn't even find like, his own pitch or his own key. <laughs> the, the, so he he walked over to the backup singers, yeah, I saw that. and he sang with the backup singers for like 30 seconds in the song yeah. so wow. he could get back on track you know and it was so terrible he and and Simon came on afterwards and he's just like that was an utter disaster <laughs> <laughs> i i would say that uh, i my cover band actually plays something to talk about and uh uh, maybe our band isn't as tight as the American Idol band, but uh, I think we could hold our own against Sanjaya, so uh, that says something. Uh, so there you go. American Idol uh, could be uh, more uh, more interesting with less buzz for the next uh, couple weeks anyway. Uh, did you see House afterwards? Oh, yeah. Is it just me or is House getting progressively worse? Um, no, I don't think so. I think they're focusing way too much on relationships and inner, like inner relationships between the people. I'm fully okay with really butt shots of Dr. Cameron. Ugh. I'm good with that. See, yeah, it's all part of the human experience. Mm. Blah, blah, blah 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 blah. Nobody wants I to hate see medical shows. And plus, I mean, with with Wilson trying to trying to get in the sack with Cuddy. 
And yeah. then House trying to get in the sack with Cuddy. See, it's it's steering it's away. Juicy. I don't think so. I think it's steering away from what made it good. You know what was a good medical show? <laughs> Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> Which you could still see on like the uh, PAX channel. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, my take on... What about on... the medical show with Billy Ray Cyrus as a doctor? Oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> what was that? Dr. Mullet? Is that uh, what it is? I, I have a feeling it was just called Doc. Maybe one of the listeners knows. I think it was on the... They still play it. ...religious channels or something. Yeah, it's on PAX. It, it was Billy Ray Cyrus starred as a doctor, <laughs> but... and he had a mullet, a mullet doctor. Yeah, you know, Doctor Boot is booty. just the uh, epitome of doctor for me, though. <laughs> if anyone does doctor back better than Jack Klugman, I don't want to hear about it. Terrell was born about uh, 20, early, 20 years too late. Uh, Entourage has been good. That that uh, has been on. I re- I refuse to talk really about good. I refuse to talk about shows that you have to pay to see because um, uh, you know you can rent these shows at the uh, the video store now. You know, <laughs> but they still have to pay for them. And well, uh, I mean, know, realistically, you're paying for anything you see on cable. But right. um, you know, you know what show I discovered on the HBO? The I HBO? think it was the HBO. It might have been the Cinemax or the Showtime. Big Love. Oh yeah, that's on HBO. What's that? It's uh, it's uh. Isn't it about Mormons or something? Yeah, it's drama about a polygamist. Yeah, and it is fascinating. Nice. Uh, I, uh, Entourage. From what I hear, everybody raves about it. Uh, Jeremy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Piven. Jeremy Jeremy Piven, Piven. who's in a billion movies. Uh, Yeah, Deadliest Catch is a show that's getting. I thought was stupid. I'm like, hey, fishing crustaceans. Uh, It's. is this on Discovery? Uh, yes, Discovery. Our Channel. It's on Discovery because it's, uh, yeah. So it's like. Oh, Learning Channel's motorcycles. I'm sorry. They did They did a special, um, it was probably two or three years ago, about the deadliest jobs. And, of course, crab fishing is the deadliest job in America, apparently. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
They didn't try to be a satire show last night. They just said, "Hey, let's put a show out there that's kind of kind of funny, kind of amusing." We're uh, we're gonna move on here from uh, TV, and uh, we want to thank Sean for calling in, and he was pointing out that Slinky the movie is something that uh, we should talk about. Which uh, maybe we'll have Sean call in next week and talk about it. But uh, I'm I'm getting saddened by the kind of movies that are uh, coming out. You know, last week we talked about. Jeremy, you weren't here, but we were talking about, uh, relates to TV, we were talking about the, the return of uh, Little People, Big World. Uh, and the the big episode was based, the, the, the first... The big episode. The, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, the first episode of the season was based on when one of the kids uh, got hurt. And for some reason, we got into an, a, a, a talk about us having injuries throughout our lives. And I thought I'd bring it to this show because I have so much to talk. Now, basically, the premise was this. Uh, Little People, Big World, one of the children, they had this trebuchet that they were using to, like, launch pumpkins during their uh, pumpkin season. And it the, Is that the, like a catapult? Yeah, basically. Um, it's like a giant slingshot. Basically, yeah. And so it screwed up somehow, and it's like the, the something broke, and it smushed the guy using it, and it, it smoked the kid in the face. So he had all these injuries, and we were, we were going to talk. We had about a minute left in the show last week. We are going to talk about injuries i as a guy you, you think about i'm getting to the age of 28 uh and i will probably be thinking about children in the next decade or so um, or christine is going to make you think or, about children no actually she doesn't want any um or i'm going to think about graduation either one uh <laughs> zing uh so you you think about having like you think about having children you think about having boys and I think about what I went through as a kid and the, the hell that I put my parents through just from them worrying about me, the kind of injuries. I was sitting here earlier doing uh, what we call show prep in the biz, and I was, uh, I was going through and making a list of all the injuries I've ever had that were, I mean, that were both interesting and significant, basically. Uh, one of my most interesting ones um, was I crashed. I was riding in a car with, uh, and my parents don't know this story, so thank God they're not listening. We told them we just got into an accident. Because I ended up at the hospital, we just said we slipped around the road, but that was not the case. There is a road uh, out between; uh, uh, it's basically just outside of Shaftesbury called Oaks Road, um, and it's um, it's uh, it's a dirt road that comes down this hill, and there's like a uh, at the very bottom of the hill, there's this railroad tracks that angle up, um, and then the, it drops significantly. Like you think the the train tracks uh, are bad. Well, you think the train tracks are bad on Farm Lane, right by the commuter lot. It was like ten times that, and it drops way down. And on the right side is there's a big pond and a single big oak tree right in front of the whole big pond. There's not a single other tree around the pond. So uh, I was riding. We had it was a snow day or something, and we decided we were going to go to the mall. I was riding in the back seat with this kid. There was uh, five of us in the car. Were I was there in, girls there. There were no girls. It was all dudes. <laughs> I was in the middle back seat, so all I had was that that really bad seat belt, just the single one with a big buckle that goes around your waist. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So everybody's like, "Hey, have you ever jumped a car before?" And I was like, "No." And I thought that when they said jumped car, I thought you know taking jumper cables and jumping a car, like helping someone out. <laughs> I didn't get it. Were so, you were you like little brown? playing with the big boys at this time no 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 i was i was like hey let's get little brack and torment him no i think i was 15 or 16 and they were they were the same age they were like 30 <clears throat> yeah um <laughs> they so we went down this road and uh they hauled ass i mean we were going at least 70 when we hit that the the railroad tracks and we launched i mean we <laughs> launched in the air and i was like my eyes were just huge <laughs> So the kid driving, 
it would have been sweet, but the kid driving slammed on the brakes before we even hit the ground. So the it was just locked up as soon oh, as yeah. we hit. Yeah. Bad idea, dude. And so as soon as we hit, we locked up and it hit, uh, I mean, it just skirted around the road. And we had to decide apparently whether we wanted to go into the pond or hit the tree. <laughs> So uh, we hit the tree at about 50, 55 miles an hour, and uh, I put both my hands through the back seat, like from the back seat through the front seats, uh, and uh, ended up in the hospital. And um, wait, wait, so you like did a double punch through the seats? Well, I, I went to brace myself. Yeah. And anybody who's ever been in a significant car accident, you know that feeling you get after you get in a car accident. It kind of like you feel like you want to puke just because everything's just been rattled around and you're. But anyway, we jumped the car and uh, we hit the tree and it was like, we all just sat there for a second and, you know, everybody's, you have seatbelt marks just cut all over and we all just kind of looked at one another and the kid, the, one of the guys that was in the front seat, his little brother was with us and all of a sudden he just started screaming, crying. We started laughing and uh, <laughs> so we crawled out of the car. I couldn't even walk. My hips, I, I fractured part of my hip, just, I mean, cracked it, not a big deal. We crawled out of the car and uh, the radio was just blaring. And we were like, oh, you know, at least the radio still works. And we thought it was kind of funny. We were laying around. Somebody went up to one of the houses to call the police. Next thing, uh, like we uh, were talking, laying around, and I'm feeling like crap. And all of a sudden, you hear it pop. We're like, oh, you turn around, the car is infl- just engulfed, <laughs> just up in flames. And the best part of the story, and why I'm taking so long to do this, is the kid who was driving, his mom was on the volunteer f- fire department, and she was the one that came to put out her own car. <laughs> <laughs> So I ended up in the hospital. I had I was a super skater alternatine. So I had long, long blonde or long hair that I dyed like. You ever seen the the inside of the uh, in utero uh, cover in the Nirvana in utero album yeah. where Kurt has like super red hair? I tried to mimic that obviously because I was a poser, <laughs> and so I had super red hair. So when I got to the hospital, they flipped out because they thought I had a head injury and it was all blood oh, in my. Oh, <laughs> that's such a good tactic to do that. So yeah, um, so we told everybody that uh, I'm glad that we told everybody that um, we uh, we just accidentally crashed the car and it was because <laughs> we jumped it. And an interesting side note is uh, I haven't used any names. But the guy, I was curious, uh, you can go to the, M- the, the Michigan.gov website and look up the uh, sex offenders uh, and it, with Uh-oh. pictures. Mm. And uh, I saw the guy who was driving the car is on the um, registered sex offenders list. <laughs> it's a great story all around. So That's a fun sight. Yeah, <laughs> it's good times. So uh, I would hope that uh, being that there are four guys in this room, somebody else has a, a good injury story because uh, without blood and uh, hospital visits, Am I the only one that almost killed himself like three times during well, high school? I've never almost killed myself. I'm, I have a surprising ability to be like the coyote <laughs> in, the, like, in the accidents. I'll just walk away. It's like, man, that car screwed up. But uh, my best injury story starts innocently enough with me dropping a stainless steel colander on my foot. And I was like, oh, that really hurts. Two days later, I don't have health insurance at this time. Two days later, I get like the black toe, yeah, and the blood pressure is so bad it hurts. Yeah, so I decided to take matters in my own hands. I went to Meyer, bought a drill. <laughs> he drilled through the nail. Yeah, I drilled through the nail. Yeah, and I... then I then I went then I called my parents like you should really go to the doctor. I'm like, well, too late now. Yeah, I already. Uh, and then when I go to the doctor, they said, "Well, that's what we would have done anyway." Yeah. You saved yourself a hundred bucks. Yeah. We get some antibiotics. I have a wonderful injury story. I have another one, but go In ahead. In fact, 
So, <clears throat> by the way, if you want to join in, if you have great injury stories, please let us know. Uh, Impact Happy Hours, our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. As guys, we find it amusing. I'm sure girls find it repulsive. But if you ever have kids, <laughs> this is what you have to look forward to. And all of these stories, for the most part, at least the ones that I have, my parents know about 10% of the story. So the fact that I'm blabbing it out over the air is fantastic. You can also call us 432-3893 and uh, get your input that way. Dr. Kilometer, Eric Marzak. Well, back in the day, I was uh, involved in the old Boy Scouts of America. That is not a surprise. And uh, so we were all out on a camp out. I was probably maybe 14 at this time. And uh, we were all out at a camp out and sitting around the campfire. And, uh, you know, of course, we're, we're a bunch of guys, like all the leaders had gone to sleep. We tried to, to get um, the biggest bonfire that we possibly could in the shortest amount of time. Wow, wait, g- kids, changed. boys, and fire? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. It gets better. <laughs> so, um, technically, I'm the leader, so I'm like, all right, go go get some, some wood, guys, you know, and, and bring it back here. Make sure it's really, um, you know, thin so it'll burn really fast. So they, they go back and, um, you know, the guys are in the woods and they bring back a ton of these like little, you know, lots of leaves and sticks, like little sticks that really burn just really, really fast. So the flames are just huge and massive and there's so much smoke. And all of a sudden we all start kind of feeling a little funny in the smoke. And um, we're just like, this is not this is not a good idea. This is getting a little bit out of hand. <laughs> so what do we decide to do? Well, we decide to pee on the fire to nice. put it out. Nice. Okay, so, so we all are peeing on the fire, and the fire goes out a little bit. Then we actually do it right and get some water and put it on there. <laughs> so we go home the next day because that was the last night. And, um, you know, all of our faces are getting all red and itchy. And, um, oh, God. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> of course, of course. One of the geniuses in the dark put an entire poison ivy bush <laughs> on the fire. Wait a minute. Don't you have to worry about inhalation, like getting in your lungs? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we used our urine to put out the fire soon enough and didn't have that uh, happen. But the problem was that all of our faces swelled up to the size of <laughs> soccer balls. <laughs> so the next day at the doctor, I kid you not, we were... Uh, we. We were, it was a small town, so a lot of us had the same, like, pediatrician guy. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to the doctor, and there were three of us in the doctor's office with faces. Uh, my eyes were shut. I couldn't see. My eyes were swollen shut. And they had to give me a shot of, shot of steroids in my butt. Nice. I got, I got a good injury story, and Brock will remember this, too, because that was when I was living in the house with you. Remember when I uh, mowed over the wasp nest? Oh, yeah. We were uh, we were sitting inside, and all of a sudden you hear Terrell screaming outside, and he comes running in, and he uh, apparently mowed over an entire wasp's nest, and they were none too pleased about it. Yeah, I had about like twelve stings in my leg. I found out that day I am not allergic to wasps. No, the best part was I started pulling random medicine out of the cabinet, and I ended up using the the. The uh, itch relief thing, and then I I uh, looked at the label a little closer. It's like for animal use only. Yeah, because <laughs> our previous the, one of the guys that lived there left all his like cats medicine there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was great. Like, Why is my leg numb? Yeah. The uh, wrap-up story, I, especially another thing with guys, is we all have various toys uh, when we are young. And some for rednecks like me, uh, when you grow up in a town like Perry, if you don't have either a snowmobile or a uh, four-wheeler or three-wheeler, there's something wrong with you. Of course, three-wheelers were like... There was the uh, there was like a tarnish on the uh, the the three wheeler nation because everybody said you know they roll easy they flip really easy whatever at least when I was a kid that was um, that was big so they stopped really making a lot of three wheelers. Uh, I was uh, it was about a year after the car accident that I was in. I lived um, way out Podunk uh, Perry and um, almost like Langsburg, and I had a, a buddy who. Um, lived basically across the street it's down the road it was on a gravel road out in the middle of nowhere and he had a trampoline and we're like oh we're gonna go jump on the trampoline he came over to my house and he got me he had a three-wheeler and i got on the back and i sat like he was facing uh straight and i got on the back facing the opposite way no helmet on i was just you know hanging on so we get on we get onto the gravel road and he guns it i don't know if he accidentally shifted down or what he did but he, we were only doing like 25 or 30 or something, but he gunned it, and I think he shifted down on accident, and it kicked the uh, three-wheeler up, and it knocked me down straight. Like, I, my head was the first thing to hit the gravel road, <laughs> and I was out for like a minute, and uh, the uh, the kid was freaking out. We went over to his house, and I was just out of it. I was like <laughs> wiping. My, my head was bleeding and stuff, and... I was out of it, and I was like, oh, I, I don't feel so good. And uh, so I crawled back to my house, basically. I was laying on my couch. My dad, you have to realize, my dad is a veterinarian. So as a kid, like, when I, I accidentally split my chin open, leaning too back, I was the kid that did everything that you that said would happen to you. Like, I was leaning too far back <laughs> in my chair, and I fell and split my chin open. So, I hope he just gives you a horse tranquilizer for every No, my dad hopped me up on the counter and got medical staples and just stapled my my chin shot i was like five it was like hell uh but it worked so my dad was like you know i never you know my dad sutured me up my dad did everything so it wasn't a big deal so i, I walked in the house and i told my dad what happened and he's like oh that was stupid go lay down on the couch you'll feel better because i was just really dizzy and out of it and uh so i went upstairs my mom eventually got home and I, my nose would not stop running and there was fluid in my ears and it was just whatever so my mom freaked out, and she's like, well, we're going to take you to the emergency room. Apparently, I had I had a, such a bad concussion. I had cracked my skull so much that I had cerebral spinal fluid leaking into my sinuses. Delicious. And that what was coming out of my nose. But the best part was the uh, apparently the, the my injuries looked like somebody had hit me with a baseball bat. So, like, Child Protective Services was called. <laughs> and, like, my mom, they were all hanging my mom out so that uh, they could ask me what really happened. I was in intensive care I for two nights. I found out some stairs. Yeah. Yay, injuries. Yeah, it was a good time. So uh, if you're going to have kids, uh, I thought that was an interesting bit. Uh, and uh, lastly, why don't we take a break real quick, um, and we're going to talk about uh, a news story that came out late last week, the T-Rex DNA linked to chicken DNA. Um, I have a fantastic uh, website to go along with that. We'll talk about that next. Stay tuned to Happy Hour. It's right here on Impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. 
Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Happy Hour right here on Impact 89 FM. Uh, if you're just joining us, we were talking about fantastic uh, boys' injuries as we were uh, once boys. Uh, and uh, Gomio, our Japanese culture correspondent, piped up with uh, an injury he had. And it reminded me, do you remember the playgrounds when we were kids? Yeah, and how like they the were like veritable... Steel death traps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how all the chain link fences were like razor blades on wires. <laughs> Well, I love the uh, what was the merry-go-round, the carousel, whatever it was. But you'd get like maybe like twenty kids on just that go as fast as you could. Steel. People would be like flying off, like hitting their heads. And I was the, like, yeah, that was a good time. The steel wheel of death. Uh, you know, those, they still have those. They haven't gotten rid of those. Uh, those cool. kids, you know, but you go to the uh, the kids these days. They have those playgrounds that are all rubberized and uh we you were guaranteed like we had one of those things that used uh utilized tires for all like climbing of course there was hornet's nest in every single one of the tires <laughs> uh perry so anyway uh we were talking about last week and uh of course the whole don imus conversation went out of hand last week so uh i, I didn't get a chance to talk about it but i want to talk about it now uh last week the uh, scientists found um it's actually surprisingly not so difficult to find uh find dinosaur fossils with marrow and, and skin on them it's just hard to extract dna um they've finally done so and uh surprise surprise they uh, matched the, the dna of what they could put back together up to a, a chicken dna and it matches uh or it's not it doesn't match but it's it's a close relative so now are they going to use chicken dna to fill in Tyrannosaurus Rex DNA I, and in, create a park, park of Jurassic <laughs> animals. No. Uh, but what I thought was interesting, at the same time they released a story uh, about a uh, creation science museum that said, uh, that points out that the T-Rex's uh, teeth, uh, oh, where is that? The T-Rex's teeth were large and so big so that they could crack open uh, coconuts. Uh, they weren't meat eaters until uh, Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden, uh, and then they were to uh, then they started eating flesh. And that Noah had dinosaurs. This is all; these are all talking dinosaur displays at a creationist museum in Kentucky. Oh man, we got uh, a road trip there. <laughs> I agree. I'm down. A, uh, the it's a fifty thousand square foot creation museum in oh, Petersburg, wow. Kentucky. Uh, two life-size figures of children with long black hair and in buckskin clothes play in the stream a few feet away from two towering Tyrannosaurus Rex models that can move and roar. Uh, it uh, has a scale model of Noah's Ark that shows how Noah solved the problem of fitting dinosaurs into the three levels of the vessel. He loaded only baby dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is what I propose we do. The three of us, or the four of us, I'll chip in some gas money, pile in one of our cars, go down there, and on the way back, we stop at the first Kentucky Fried Chicken and call it a weekend. The, there is an elaborate display of the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve, naked but strategically positioned so as not to display breasts or genitals, swim in river as giant dinosaurs and lizards roam the banks. <laughs> and there are pictures uh, of this uh, with dinosaurs with uh, 
crosses tattooed on. Okay, I want to interject. <laughs> I want to interject here, but the artwork that they're describing looks like a lot of the artwork I've seen on the side of vans. Yeah, I just why, why how do you, how dumb do you have to be to believe that this is real? I uh, real? Uh, I. Uh, uh, I I don't know I you know I you have to worry about what you say I realistically I, I you have to think about okay there are Christian fundamentalists who and these people seem like they're putting the fun back in fundamentalism indeed and to uh, to outright just uh, there was also another one there's a dinosaur that uh, greets you at the door you have to genuflect uh, before it <laughs> uh, infant di- uh, oh, we on the go uh, on the wooden model of the uh, uh, the ark by the way. Um, he uh, loaded only baby dinosaurs, and on the wooden model, infant dinosaurs cavort with horses, giraffes, hippopotamuses. Isn't hippopotami the plural? Yes. I don't know. Uh, penguins and bears. So um, I, I worry about... Uh, there's, we could have an entire hour-long conversation about the whole creationist versus... Or intelligent design, basically, versus evolution. What's that? It might get heated. Yeah, no, well, because we're all in on the here. Same page I was gonna here. say it's not gonna get heated in yeah, here. When, when I hear the word creationist, they usually just the word rube just. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I don't even want. It's it's not even worth wasting time talking about it. I find it amusing, but it's what is unfortunate is that people force children to think this way so they get so indoctrinated that it's like do you think a child would choose christianity or choose judaism or choose uh islam as a child over you know like really you know without it being forced upon them so i don't want to get into to choose transformers would have been a religion back in the 80s (laughs) (laughs) i would like to go to the church of teenage mutant ninja turtles Uh, i would have been i would have been a Devout follower of the Church of Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, I know we laugh about it, but uh, it's uh, apparently Jeremy. Uh, one of your friend points out that uh, they uh, what the hell? I turn you guys on and hear stuff about playgrounds. Uh, they're complaining about the show. I, here's the thing. This is why we're wasting time talking about uh, playground injuries, playgrounds, and the like. Because realistically, we could sit here for 30 minutes and talk about the Virginia Tech thing, but we refuse to because it's so inundated and saturated in the media. It's like, and because of the Virginia Tech thing, there isn't a lot of other news being reported because everything is being focused on that so. yeah you want us to talk about the 180 people who died in a car bomb in baghdad yesterday awesome. yeah and apparently uh this isn't the your sad wife, hour your wife is listening uh because she said she misses the show when it was good back when jason lay was on uh, <laughs> i'm afraid to say uh amber that uh, jason is busy hanging out with gordon lightfoot and uh does not want to be on the show anymore so if you want to uh, amanda's here though you voice your opinion about the show there's a couple ways to do it uh, myspace page is myspace dot com slash impact happy hour of course there is a facebook uh, group impact happy hours that way too all the pictures from the recent bar crawl they're all there uh you know, what, you know what we need on the happy hour what's that we need an official rapper well i'm trying to get gomeo to send us some stuff um no i need someone to do some rhymes on air <laughs> just to come in and just, an all just to, to be a sucker mc yeah. right in here and on the air we need the, some rap Last question I want to ask is um, for the, someone like Dr. Kilometer. This is mostly for Dr. Kilometer uh, in the few minutes we have left. Sure. What, uh, as of late, um, PerezHilton.com, TMZ.com, these guys, like Perez is now probably one of the most read uh, RSS feeds, one of the most read websites on the Internet as far as popular culture goes. 
Where, uh, where, first of all, where did they come from, and why are these suddenly so popular, and why didn't someone think of this first? Um, TMZ, I don't, I can't speak to that because I don't know, but I know Perez Hilton. Um, he used to work for the Star, the gossip magazine, right. the Star, and um, and after that, he his boss was just a terrible person, I guess, and he decided that he would, you know, try to start blogging on this stuff and. Um, the way I understand it is every day at 6 o'clock in the morning, he goes to the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, which is a chain of coffee stores. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf in Beverly Hills, and he's there, and he just uses their Wi-Fi, and he talks to agents, confirms stories, gets pictures. People come in and give him tips. Well, um, he- and, and as his his mass becomes critical in the in the world of um, you know celebrity gossip, he gets better and better tips, and his website is getting more clever, and he's getting better images. And I mean, he's still getting sued by like a ton of different people <laughs> yeah. for you know using pictures, butchering the pictures and whatnot, and making satires out of them. Here's but. the thing that I want to know is. Um, if you look at his website, I have to wonder, how is this guy making money? Because, number one, if you look at his website, I mean, there isn't exactly a ton of ads on there. And he can't be charging that. And obviously we can't talk about, you know, ad space and what it costs. But um, he doesn't – ad-wise, it's not that there. there's maybe one, two, three, four, five, six ads on here, uh, maybe. I mean, other than maybe there's a link. I don't know. I mean, do you have an ad blocker on? I mean, no. No, there's no ad blocker on. There's no pop-ups. I mean, wh- what is this? No, he definitely doesn't do pop-ups. That's for sure. I don't understand why it's it's so consumable and yet, I mean, is this, he's going – if you read his blog, he's going to, like, London. London he's going to Canada, Italy, Canada. He's going to all yeah. these Where places. Is he Where is he getting the money to go to these places? Are oh. they flying him out there or is he – Man, I can't, I can't answer that directly, but I do know that – he throws parties at the places that he goes to, like when he was in Toronto and when mm-hmm. he's in London, he throws parties, and everything is sponsored. The best sponsors absolutely um, sponsor him. The stuff on his website, I mean, I just have to believe it's economies of scale that work in the fact that, you know, if he gets if he gets 10 million page views a day, you know, times X number of of dollars that just amounts to be a huge amount of money um you know and sponsors love that sponsors love eyeballs you know what can you say they're willing to pay for eyeballs the mostly the ads i see on his website are for like dvd sets of movies of hbo uh, dvd sets of shows that have been on like fx Mm -hmm. um and like clothing lines and stuff like that so i can imagine that uh, advertisers know exactly the type of person that goes on his site, and they love that demographic. So, well, I mean, I think if if you really want to be amused on anything on his on the PerezHilton.com, any comments that you read, um, there's a large, there's a vast spectrum of people that are obviously visiting the website that uh, comment on on whatever he's writing or whatever. I don't know. I just find it is something like this, like you know, they say newspaper, the sales of newspapers have gone down like exponentially since the advent of the internet and uh, each progressive year besides ones like the new york times wall street journal chicago tribune etc cetera, etc cetera. um do you think uh the the like inquirer and star are screwed because of people like perez hilton well it's so instant i mean it's ridiculously instant and when you something think, happens yeah. and when they, you think of the kind of news it is that's the kind of news that lends itself to being instant right gossip technically is born on the fact that it's 
it's scandalous and it's current and it's instant, you know. Otherwise, it's just kind of like news, you know, yeah. which is not as fun as gossip. Gossip is scandalous and fun, <laughs> you know. Dr. Kilometer cracks me up because he is such a gossip queen that it is fantastic. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like that qualification. <laughs> I don't like that qualification whatsoever. <laughs> you were just telling me that you had his RSS feed. Oh, you had... yeah, I'm on it all the time. <laughs> Any, whenever anything new comes in, it pops up. I click it. It's great. Uh, well, you I know, saw what Jessica Alba looked like today as she was leaving her gym. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to Happy Hour. I'm going to apologize right now that uh, thanks to uh, the end of the semester and a uh, master's thesis looming, um, I'm probably going to be out of my mind for the next couple of weeks. So I might be a little retarded on the show for the next, uh, I don't know, three weeks. So, we but I promise. We should have a standard apology at the end. Uh, of we should show. have a standard apology. But you know what? Um, even though I'm supposedly graduating uh, in May, I will be here throughout the summer because, again, we reiterate one of the biggest summers in uh, movies in a long time. Lots to talk about. Uh, before we go, Jeremy, what the hell are you looking at on your computer that Dr. Uh, Kilometer keeps going over? We're looking at bar crawl pictures. Oh. They're so oh. ridiculous. Oh. If, if you, you can find a bunch of them on MySpace. Yeah, but myspace.com slash impact happy hour, the uh, bar crawl pictures from uh, the three of, uh, or four of us. All of us uh, were in a few of those pictures. Oh, yeah, we got to say happy birthday to my grandma. Happy, happy birthday, birthday my Reverend Grandma. <laughs> How old is she? 82. Fantastic. Well, happy birthday, Grandma. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Up next, The Basement, two hours of local music, uh, courtesy right here of Michigan and, of course, Amanda and Kate, even though I still don't see Kate. Is she coming in, Amanda? Is she? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you can tell her that I said she sucks. Amanda got disowned. And we all we all know how I feel about vet students. So. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's a whole other show. Uh, then, of course, from 10 until 2 a.m. this evening, the impact hours of power. Dr. Uh, Puke Kilometer. <laughs> Dr. Puke Kilometer. Puke Pile. Puke Pile is in for the most evil hours of uh, music in the mid-Michigan area. So stay tuned for that. It's all right here on the impact. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's been Happy Hour. Impact 89 FM.